Moncrief on News Talk. In 1964, Yoko Ono published a book called Grapefruit, which apparently contained a list of instructions. Carry them out, the book claimed, and you will achieve enlightenment. An exhibition currently on the Tate Modern in London features these instructions. And a thirsty for enlightenment, the journalist Uba Butler uh, decided to follow them and write about it for The Guardian. Uba, good afternoon. Hey, how's it going? Uh, so how many, are, how many instructions are there? There's about 200 of them. Oh, and, God. Uh, yeah, I mean, they, they, you know, basically they range from uh, stand behind some person for four hours uh, to uh, create a name tag for yourself. And instead of having your name on it, have an address and the smell that you smell of. So, mm. yeah. That's good stuff. Ah, she sounds quite nice. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and this list of instructions, like she, she'd written them for years prior to this book being published. Did she adapt yeah. them after that? And, and, and you know, did, did John Lennon read them and go, that's a good idea? Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, Yoko sort of moved to, moved to New York in the 50s. And then she, she was a kind of a pioneer of the sort of avant-garde scene. I didn't know much about her as an artist, to be honest. Um, but you read this this book uh, um, of instructions that are kind of non sequiturs, and they're, they're funny. Like she's she's really funny, mm. um, and like they're kind of like like you know she one of them is like you know put a wrap one of your limbs in a bandage, and then uh, talk to people about the injury you've had, and then don't uh, if they try and talk about anything else, don't 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 address anything. <laughs> <laughs> talk about your fake injury. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, and then, yeah, John John Lennon met her in 1966. So he met her kind of during, sort of towards the end of this period, sort of during it. And, um, yeah, he met her at, a, he met her, at a, her exhibition in London. And, um, yeah, I mean, he, he and then he wrote a foreword for the book. He, he uh, and then, I mean, another thing is that, you know, he actually... It was just in the last interview, before, a couple of weeks before he died, or a week, a day before two before he died, I believe, he talks about um, how you know if you read Grapefruit, the book that I kind of worked from, the instructions book, you know, then that's where kind of Imagine came from, and it, she's actually a, officially a co-writer on Imagine as well. Oh. So the one thing I was say about Yoko is just I just didn't I just didn't know any of this stuff, and she's I, I found. Uh, I just thought it was very good. Yeah, uh, and I, I, well, I suppose there's a generation of Beatles fans who kind of just blithely ignored the fact she had a career of her own uh, and just saw her yeah. as a, a groupie who broke up the Beatles. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. Uh, and obviously she was uh, far more than that. It's, yes. uh, now, obviously you couldn't have done all 200 of them, but what do you no. think she, she's up to or what she's saying uh, through all these instructions? Well, I mean, her thing is that she says, that, I mean, I was kind of, there's, you know, there's this exhibition that's coming up at the, um, that's on now, actually, at the Tate Modern in London, um, but I'm in New York, and I, and this is where she wrote the book, is in New York, and um, she, you know, basically, she said, you can't understand, the, I mean, it is absurd, that, that the stuff is kind of like, some of them are nonsensical, you know, like, you know, uh, allow people to take photos of your paintings, destroy the originals, but then, um conceptually they're quite interesting and I, I, basically what i thought is you know she said you know if you want if you want to understand these then do them and i i chose a handful that i really liked and and did them and um mm. it's hard to it's hard you know it's conceptual 
Ah, isn't it? So it's like, I mean, I, I didn't, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't grow up the kind of person who was into that kind of stuff. Um, but I, I, as an older person, I've kind of like something I really enjoy. And I think when something's funny for me, it's like a real way in. So I, I just I decided I was going to do some. And I, I, you know, I did one where it was like, you know, about um, inviting all your friends to go, hiring a plane, invite all your friends to go on a plane. And then uh, before they get on the plane, get them to sign a will and sign all their belongings over to you. Mm. And I, if they die on the plane. Mm. So basically I went over to a, the kind of luxury terminal at JFK and I went over to a load of people who were queuing up for this business class flight to Abu Dhabi. Um, and I and I said to them, look, can you sign over? If you die on this flight, please, can you sign over some of your belongings to me? And if, and if you don't, if you survive the flight, no worries. Don't worry about it. And they did it. Is that strictly legal? Uh, do you think it was legally binding? I mean, I had a lawyer draft it for me. Okay. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> lawyers, don't, <laughs> but I, I mean, lawyers don't take nicely to me. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Uber, how did you, like, when you went up to the people in JFK, how, how do you even open that? Uh, did you did you say, this is for art, or I'm writing an article about, or just flat out ask them? I just said I'm blithely uh, following instructions Yoko Ono told me about. Are you all right with that? <laughs> no, no, I didn't. I mean, I, I just, I just, I think the thing is when you when you move through the, <laughs> this is what kind of Yoko you talk about enlightenment. When you know when you move through the, the gears of just the, the being that strange and asking somebody that some something that strange of somebody, they kind of get a kick out of it. Mm. I mean, I also there's another one. I, um, where it's you know it says talk about to talk to a stranger about the death of an imagi- of an imaginary person. Yes, I enjoyed that one. I must say. Yeah, and then it's and then it's like you know and you know if if and then if they if they are interested, produce a photo of that person. And obviously, Yoko wrote this in 1964, or I think it was summer 1964 or 1962. And I, and 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 so what I did is I went onto an AI kind of artificial intelligence prompt image generator and said show me an image of a sympathetic person who's died too young. And then I printed that out, put it in a frame, and then just started talking to a stranger in uh, Tompkins Square Park, just a few blocks from where I live, New York. And um, and, and, and then and they were really, <laughs> really lovely. Uh, and then now we're both, I'm sat next to this person, we're kind of sharing and kind of, I'm talking my like kind of, a relationship about some person I've just made up with, which didn't make me feel great about myself <laughs> and the world. But he did ask but you it, how your friend died. Yeah, they. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, I hadn't thought about it, and I just said uh, a, a, a disease, a, a bad disease. Kind of, I thought it was a Trumpian sounding disease. You know, the the very yeah, yeah, worst yeah. disease. <laughs> <laughs> the worst disease. It's the baddest disease. Yeah, yes. yeah, terrible. It was, uh, yeah, but she, uh, uh, she, he, uh, yeah, but then, so it's just like this kind of real, I don't know. I mean, I would say that every one that I did, there was kind of a sort of energy in, to the strangeness of them, um, mm. Mm. which, and, which, yeah. Yeah, and it, it got stranger uh, in, yeah, in, yeah. For, the, for, <laughs> for the smoking instruction. Uh, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, to, to, well, smoke everything you can, Including yeah. your pubic hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I mean, I, I'm not proud of it, but, um, you know, Yoko told me to, so I did it. Yeah, of course. Uh, How much pubic hair do you need? I took a few snips. Okay. Know, a couple of snips of pubic hair. 
Uh, and then I, you know, you can go on sort of Wikipedia and find out how to make a bong out of an apple. And because of the whole Beatles apples thing, I thought, yeah, I'll make a bong out of an apple. Okay. I don't smoke myself, uh, only pubic hair. Um, so then I, you know, put a few snips of pubic hair in the top of an apple that I'd hollowed out in the middle with a few tunnels. And then, yeah, I lit, I lit some pubic hair on fire and I, and I smoked that. I smoked it. I, I, I did. Uh, and what does it taste like? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it, I retched. Uh. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, if you somebody gave you a cigarette, would you retch as well? Was it the smoke, do you think, or, 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 or the, the pubescent nature of it? Good question. Mm. I would. Yes, yeah. I would, actually. Okay, I, right. I, I'm not a good smoker. Um, it, it, it was, no, it was, there was another level of grossness and a kind of, a kind of, a, sort of an, an element of, you know, what am I doing with my life comes comes when you smoke your own pubic hair. I would imagine so. Uh, <laughs> I, though I am a grimly fast. Like, does the pubic hair just go up in flames or do, or does it kind of glow for a while? It it, it glows. It glows. Really? Uh, yeah, it glows. And then it kind of goes, it kind of goes into a kind of tar-like um, uh, kind of, uh, what am I trying to say? Like, a, it kind of burns out and goes, it looks like kind of, uh, I'm not, this is just my pubic hair. I've not smoked anyone else's. Um, yeah, it kind of goes into a sort of, um, yeah, like, I don't know, bad kindling. Oh, right. Kind of incest, uh, incense, I should say. Uh, type. Yeah. yeah. And did it leave, yeah. did it, oh, did you smoke it, at, you know, it, it, where you live or out in a balcony? Like I was wondering, did it leave an odour yeah. afterwards? Well, I mean, I, I, I went out, I went out onto my kind of fire escape and that's where I decided to do the deed. Yeah. Um, and it was, yeah. I mean, it was, it was, um, it was one of the lower points in my life. And I thought, you know, <laughs> I thought, you know, this is, this is, uh, this is what um, Yoko intended. You know, the jokes on me. I think probably. Yeah. I mean, and I, I mean it when I say, if you read through this book, Grapefruit, it's it is really funny. And I, I did think, you know, it's funny how you know it's, it's often. Sort of thin. I mean, her stuff around. She grew up in Japan during the war, so she had to move. She had to relocate because of all of the, the you know, because obviously it was getting absolutely bombed mm. um, in the Second World War. And I, you know, there's just something about her that that, that, she, that strange that war produces a mind like this, where she's smoking pubic air and fucking. Yeah, I don't know. I, I... <laughs> People will complain Lying about using the F word, but not smoking yeah, your own pubic sorry, hair. That's sorry, perfectly sorry. acceptable. Uh, but sorry, the, sorry, sorry. That, no, no problem. The the, um, the shaking hands instruction. Yeah. Now, that seemed to get a very positive response from people. Yeah, I mean, I I, I kind of feeling quite low after the um, pubic hair smoking. I went out with the final instruction that I'd chosen. Mm. Which Hopefully, you brushed um, your teeth in between. I had, and yeah. I'd wash my hands. Good. Don't worry, I, yeah. I'm not. A, I'm not a psychopath. Um, and I, and basically, I went to um, Union Square, and I, I went to the subway entrance. There's constantly people streaming through that, and I stood at the top of it, put my hand through a canvas so you couldn't quite see my face, and then basically invited people to shake my hand, and people absolutely loved it. You know, they, they kind of, all these people kind of kept on coming up to me and they were filming it on their phones and really liked it. And then this old guy in this baseball cap started just talking to me and saying, oh, this is a powerful image, you know, this is a powerful image. 
you, arts, arts ruled by the bourgeoisie and <laughs> and foundations and cynical people. And I like this image. This says a lot. And uh, and it was just really nice the fact that you got all these different people of all these different like you know classes and kind of um, uh, types coming up to me expressing that. So that guy in particular, I liked his reading of it, um, mm. and and you know involved him as I said. This is what this is all about. These yeah, instructions, not smoking your own pubic hair. Yes. Um, and yeah. So then I, I wrote that I wrote that response from that guy on a on the postcard that Yoko Ono set puts in her book Grapefruit from 1964. And then uh, I sent it. I went to the post office and I sent it to nowhere. Um, so I don't know if you if you kind of get that. Then um, yeah. I hope you I hope you enjoy it. I'm sorry, <laughs> I did wash my hand. Uh, Uba, thanks a million for uh, speaking with us today. Uh, that was, you know, unexpectedly fascinating, I must say. Uba Butler there. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.